Shas Illuminated presents the following shir by Rabbi Nachman Shor. Meseches Yoma has been dedicated by Mr. and Mrs. Shmuley Katz, Le'ilay Nishmas, Mars Hanel Abbas, Reb Shraga Fleischman, and Reb Shimon Ben Reb David. Gemara Yuma Daf Ayin Zayin Amad Aleph brings a Maisa about a Chet Chamer that the Bnei Yisrael did, and an Einish was Nigzral them where Gavriel was commanded to take a Maloi Chafnav Gachlayesh Mibena Kruvim, and to throw it under the Yerushalayim. And when Gavriel returned to Shemayim and told that he had done as he was commanded, there's a tain on him that he shouldn't have sloimaken, he should not have said it, because ain mashivin al-kalkala, that you shouldn't be the bearer of bad tidings and about bad things that happened. The Shulchan Aruch in Yeridea Simon Tuf Bey Sif Yud Bey's brings a similar halacha. The halacha brings the Shulchan Aruch Paskins Misha Meslo Mes Veloy Noidalo. If someone became an Avel but he didn't know it, Ein Chayva Sheyomrulo. There's no Chiyuv to tell him. Vafilu Emesulo Ava Veimo. Even if his father and mother died, Vyalzenema Meitzi Dibehu Ksil. And on that, the Pasuk says, spreading bad tidings, he's a fool. And the Shulchan Aruch, the Mechaber, continues, Umutl has mino lesudas ersin of an simcha, and you're able to invite him, knowing he's an oval. As long as he doesn't know, you're able to invite him, kivin she'eni yodeya. Shailas and Shuvis, base Yehuda, asks on this din of the Mechaber, how is it possible to, that you're able to invite the Avel to a Erson, a Sudas Erson, a Suim, when you know that he's an Avel? How come there's no problem of Lefnei Iver Lositein Mechshol? And the Shailas and Shubas base you the answers that since we have a din that comes from Agamara and Yuma of Ein Meshivan Alakalkala, and therefore there's an Issa he learns for you to be the spreader of bad tidings, you are not to do a chait, to be the bearer of bad tidings, in order to save your chaver from a chait. Apparently the Shailas and Shuvah's base Yehuda learns that Agamara's din of Ein Mashiv and Alakalkala isn't Staman Hanhagas Derecheretz, Midas Toivis, a way to be misnaig, a nice way, good manners, but he's mamish learning it as an iser gomer. Ad kidei kach, it's an iser enough that you don't have to be over the yisa in order to prevent your friend from being over an yisa. The Machsavitri in Simon Reish Ayin Hay, Paskins also, it's Mutl Hazmino Lesudas Mitzvah, that it's mutter to be mazmin and avel to a sudas mitzvah when he's not aware that he's an avel. And the Machsavitri explains, She'ein aveilis chal alav acha'as aninas alev. That the aveilis does not take effect and the person is not halachically an avel until he hears about it and has the aninas alev, the sorrow in the heart. If we learn that way, that the Avelis does not take effect till the Avel hears about it, and perhaps that's the way that the Shulchan Aruch also learns, 
then we have no problem with the din of inviting the Avel to a Sudas Erisin and a Suin. There's no problem of because he's not doing an Issa. The Isser is only to be, you have to be Naiga Velas when you know about it. But if he doesn't know about it, there is no Dine Avelis, so you're not being Michshol him in any Avera when you invite him to a Sudas Nesuin. This psak of the Machsavitri and the Machaber and the Shulchan Aruch is not like the Chedushe Aran in Mayad Katan. In my Gemara in Mayad Katan, Chav Vav Amid Beis brings a din, Tanra Banan, Chayla Shemais Lo Mais, a Chayla whose relative of his died, Eimodiyano, so you don't tell him, Shema Titarif Daito Olav, because maybe the news will be too much for him and he'll get sick. And the Ran is medayik from that Gemara, that you have to tell a Bari, it's only a Heta by a Chayla. Because we don't want him to, if we don't tell him, he'll come and do things that an Avel is not supposed to do. And therefore, he'll be over dinim isurim that an Avel is mechoyevin. We see clearly then that the Ram does not learn like the Machsavitri. The Ram does not learn that the Chiv of the Dini Avelis comes based on the Shmua, but the Ram learns that the Chiv of Dini Avelis comes from the Misa, and therefore, if we know someone is an Avel, we have to tell him to prevent him from being Nikshal in Halachis and doing things that an Avel should not be doing. This machlaikis of the machsavitri and the ran of whether it's the misa that causes the dina avelis or the shmua that causes the dina avelis could be the beerer in, in another machlaikis. The rush in the last parak of Mayid Katan in Simon Sadik Vav in the rush brings down the shame the Marama Rittenberg, Shemais other the emo if someone became an Avel, he lost his father or his mother when he was a Katan, but within 30 days of the Misa, the Katan became a Gadol, the Marama Rittenberg holds, the Katan is Mechayiv to be Nayeg Shiva Ushleishim when he becomes Bar Mitzvah, and to be Nayeg a regular complete Avelis when he becomes Bar Mitzvah. The Rosh himself, Paskin's not like the Marama Rittenberg, and holds that the katan would be putter from doing the shiva and shleishim when he becomes a gadol. So very well, we could, we could be mevair, this machlekes of the rush with the Marame Rundberg, based on this idea, what is the mechuyev in the Avelis? Is it the Misa, or is it the Shmua? The Rush himself could learn that which is that which is Machayev the Avelis and causes the Dine Avelis is the Misa. That which a person who has a Shmua Kraiva, where he hears about Misa fifteen or twenty days after the Misa, he's Machayev to keep Dine Avelis, could just be a din that the Shmua of the Misa is Mikasher the Misa to him. That which he heard about the Misa now, it's Mitzaref, the Misa, which happened earlier to him, and now he could be Nayeg Avelis on the Misa, 
But the Mechayev, that which causes the Dini Avelis, is the actual Misa itself. Therefore, a Katan, who was at the time of the Misa Potter, he was a Katan, even if later he becomes a Gadol, even within 30 days, he's not going to be Mechayev in the Dini Avelis, since the Etzem, what's Mechayev in the Avelis, is the Misa, and at the time of the Misa, he was not a Bar Chiyuva. As opposed to the Memram Rutenberg, he could hold, it's the Shmuah of the Misa, the hearing about the Misa, that's Mechayev Yun Avelis. And therefore, normally, when you have a Shmuah Kreva, that's Mechamim you enough, such a type of Shmuah, a Shmuah that's within 30 days of the Misa, is something that in itself is Mechayev you in the Dine Avelis. It's not the Misa, but the Shmuah that's Mechayev you in the Avelis. So very well could be that by a Katan who becomes a Gadol within 30 days of the Misa, at that point, it's as if he has a Shmuah, he's now a Bar Chiyuva, and there's a Shmuah which is Mechayev him in the Avelis. And therefore the Merameh Rutenberg holds, when the cotton becomes a gadol, he is mechayiv in Shiva and Shloshim. At the bottom of Ayin Zayin Amad Aleph, the Gemara says, how do we know Tashmash Amita is Ikri Inui? So the Gemara brings the Pasuk by Lavan and Yaakov Avinu, Im Ta'ana Es Benosai, Vim Tikach Nashim. So the Gemara learns in Ta'ana Espinoisai that Lovin was telling Yaakov, don't do Inui to my daughters by holding back from them the Oina of Tashmish. And therefore we see the term Inui is used in withholding Tashmish. And therefore one of the Inuyim of Yom Kippur is Menias Tashmish, not having Tashmish. The Gemara later on Ahmed asks, Tashmish gufa ikri inoi, that the term, term inoi could mean the act of Tashmish Amit itself. Like we see by Shechem and Dina, by Yishkoiv Oisa, by Ya'aneha, that the term inoi is referring not to the prevention, not to the absence of Tashmish, but to the act of Tashmish. And that the Gemara answers, that which it says by Ya'aneha, by Shechem and Dina, She'ina mi bios acheros. So Rashi in his first shot learns, She'ina mi bios acheros, that he held, once she was by him, he held back Tashmish from her, even though she was nisave to him, and therefore there too, by Shechem and Dina, we see that the term Ina refers to the holding back from Tashmish. Uh, the Ritva says, even though it's, it's amazing to say such a pshat, that Adina, that she was Nesava to his Tashmish, but Ritva says, once she was nivelous to him, Yetza Albashav and Nesavsa. Rashi brings another pshat, that the Vayaneha by Shechem and Dina, is Vayaneha with Bia Shalokidarka. But Rashi says, you can't say this pshat, because if that's the Gemara's terrace, that the Vayaneha by Dina is Biyashalo Kedarka, so we could say that's what the Vayaneha by Yaakov is. Im Ta'anes Benoisai, that Lovin was saying to Yaakov not to have Biyashalo Kedarka with his daughters. And then we would have no place where we would see that the word Enoi means Meneas Tashmesh. And therefore Rashi says, you must say the other Pshat, 
that the Bayad Naha by Dina is also that he held back Tashmish from her. Interestingly enough, Rashi in his Pirish and Chumash says Vayaneha by Shechem and Dina means Biyashalokadarka. The very shot here he says in the Gemara that it cannot mean. And not only Rashi and Chumash, but Taisvis and Yavamis and Daf Lamadalad Amid Beis and Sanhedrin, Daf Nun Ches Amid Beis, also says Vayaneha by Shechem and Dina is Biyashalokadarka. And then came, so we are back to Rashi's Kasha. What's the Raya Vayaneha by Yaakov al Navan means Menias Tashmish? It could mean Biashlokadarka. And on that, many of the Achrainim answer, Rebel Yashiv and others, that we know that Lava knew the Tzidkis of Yaakov, and he wasn't Chayshid Yaakov and Biashlokadarka. And therefore, even though we see the term by Yaneha, by Shechem and Dina, could be Taj Biashlokadarka. We know that cannot be what Lovin was being Mashbiya Yaakov, not to have Biashlokadaka. And therefore we know that the Yaneha, at least by Yaakov, is Miniasatashmesh. So we know that uh, we could learn from there the Inu of Yom Kippur is Miniyas Tashmesh. The Marsha Taka points out that we still could say that we see from the Torah that the term Inui means Tashmesh, not Miniyas Tashmesh. Like we see many psukim, asher ina as eishes reyeu, where it refers ina means tashmesh, taches asher inisa also ina means tashmesh. So the marsha says that you must say in those cases the ina refers to the iser. In other words, it's inisa because it's a bia beisa. So therefore, that's the term inoi. When is the bia is done beisa? It's Inoi, and therefore again you'll have to say that cannot be the interpretation of what Lavan was telling Yaakov not to be Ma'anes B'noisai, not to do Bia Esurim, Bia Nida, or whatever type of Esa, because again Lavan was not Chayshid Yaakov in doing Esurim, he knew the Tzitkis of Yaakov, and therefore the Inoi by Yaakov means Menias Tashmesh. And that would be L'chari Gemara's Raya, that the e, that, that could be a taich for Enoi by Yom Kippur. The Gemara, Anamid Beis, nine lines from the top. Tanur Abanan, Asa Lirchoitz Miktas Gufo, Kachal Gufo, there's an Isser Rechitza, Miktas Gufo, Kachal Gufo, Nimayimaluchluk, Betit Uvetzaya, Rechitz Kedarko, Viena Chayshish. However, if it's Maluchluk, Betit, so then there's a heta to remove the dirt. By the Yisra Sicha, the Gemara says, also it's also Miktas Gufo Kachal Gufo. But the Imha Yechayla, or Shahayla Chatatin Bereishai, Sach Kedarko Vienachayshis. If he's a Chayla, or has Chatatin, something similar to some sort of sickness, so then he's Sach Kedarko Vienachayshis. The Mashmas of this Brisa is, is that there's a chilek between rechitza and sicha. Rechitza is muta, just if he's dirty, if he's maluchluk, petitu, v'tzaya. Sicha seems to need a higher level. Chayla, chatatin b'roishai. The mashmas is a sicha le'havir ha'zuama. If it's just a case of sweat, a zuama, dirtiness, sicha in such a case would be asa.
The Yerushalmi speaks it out beferish. The Yerushalmi in the Halacha Aleph in the eighth perik says Sicha biyomakipurin ben Sicha shel shaltainig ben Sicha she'enah shaltainig asa. That by Sicha both tainig and enah shaltainig is asa, as opposed to Rechitza where it only seems to be an isa shaltainig. And the Rambam in Perik Gimel of Halacha Tess of Hilchah Shvitzas Asar also says, Asar Gam Sicha Shalolatainag. And this all seems to be not like the Shita of Taisvis brought in the bottom Taisvis on Amad Aleph of Dafay and Zayin, where Taisvis speaks out clearly only Sicha Shaltainag is Asar and Sicha She'eno Shaltainag would be Mutter. So the, the source for the Rambam seems to be the Yerushalmi and the Mashmas of Ab Raisa here on Ahmed Beis. The question really would be, what would be the reason for a Chumra of Sicha over Rechitza? The Chayra, all the Inuyim, if the Daraisa, they learned from similar Psukim, if the Drabanan also, why should there be a reason for Sicha to be more Chumad than Rechitza? That by Sicha, Bein Shel Tainig, Bein Eina Shel Tainig, it would be Asar. Sicha Laha Virazuama would be Asar. While be Rechitza, only Rechitza Shel Tainig would be Asar, while Rechitza She'ena Shel Tainig would be Mutta. The Taitzis Yom HaKippurim Taka says that by Sicha, even when Yisach Laha Virazuma, it's considered like Sicha Shel Tainig. His svara is that it's ju- if it's just for the purpose of cleaning oneself off, it will be enough to do rechitza for the lechlach. This, which you do sicha, so sicha is like an extra thing that's not really needed. It would be enough to do rechitza, laha virazuma, and therefore a sicha laha virazuma will be nechshav like a sicha shaltainug. So there's not, according to the Tais Yom Kippurim, there's not really a chumra of Sicha over Rechitza. Just that which Abraisa is mashma, that Sicha laha virazua ma'azasa, while be Rechitza be muta, is because Sicha by definition, laha virazuma is an extra thing you don't have to do. So therefore that's called Sicha shel tainug, while the equivalent thing by Rechitza would be called Rechitza she'ena shel tainug. There's a similar idea to this Taisus Yom HaKippurim in the Rabbeinu Manoyach brought down on the Rambam where he tries to answer a different theory in the Rambam. The Rambam here, like we said, by Hilchas Yom HaKippurim, says, Sicha, even She'ena Shaltainug, is Asr An Yom HaKippurim. In Hilchas Tainus, the Rambam says, Tishabav is Asr B'Sicha Shaltainug, just like the din is on Yom Kippur. Seems to be that Rambam is saying, only Sicha Shel Tainig is also. So Rabbeinu Menoyach says, that to wash Rechitza with water, to wash off dirt, that's the way everybody does it, an Ani, an Usher, that's the normal way it's done. That's not Meschaveh Latainig. But Laha Virazua Ma'ayudei Sicha, that's only for rich, comfortable people, and the Hamayin Am doesn't do it like that. And therefore, if you use Sicha, Leha Vir Hazuama, 
it looks like it looks like you're doing it ka'isolatainug, and therefore it's asa, and therefore that's how he learns the Rambam in Hilchas Tainus. The Rambam is saying Tishabav is like Yom Kippur that only Sicha shall tainug is asa. That which he says that Sicha shall ena shall tainug in Hilchas Yom Kippurim is asa. He means to say since. Azuma is nearer like it's being done Latinug. So therefore it will also be Asa, even though technically Lahavra Azuma might normally be considered Ainashal Tainug. In this case it'll be Asa Alsa's Nirakatainug. So Ba'etzam the Rambam holds that the Isra Yom Kippur is like Rachitza, Sicha Shal Tainug. But Sicha Lahavra Azuma will get a din ke'ain, almost like it's a sicha shel tainug. Rebel Yashev in a Sefer Haros, a Masechtis Yuma, has a different approach to the Rambam, based on the Rambam Shita, that the Hei Nuyim Adaraisa. He says, since the Rambam holds the Hei Nuyim Adaraisa, so the Pasuk V'sach Lo Sachti, which earlier we used for the Yisra Sicha, so that teaches us the Daraisa Isser of Sicha An Yom That Daraisa, the Isa, the Rebbe Yasha says, the Rambam will hold, is only by Sicha Shel Tainug, just like by Rechitza, it's only a Rechitza Shel Tainug that's awesome. But Rebbe Yasha says, we had the Mishnah in Shabbos that made a Zechel Adover between Sicha and Shesia. There's a Pasuk, where the Mishnah and Shabbos made a hekish between Sicha and Shtiya. And even though this is only a Zechel, a Dava, and a Smachta Biyama, Rabbi Yashiv says the Rambam holds that made it, that the Rabbanon made a din, that Sicha Sher Enishel Tainagazasa. Just like Shasiya is Asar on Yom Kippur, even if it's Enashel Tainag. And therefore, the Rebbe Yashif says the Rambam holds there's two dinim in Sicha. The Rambam holds Sicha Shel Tainag is Asar Midaraisa, just like Rechitza Shel Tainag is Asa. Then there's an additional din, Sicha She'enashel Tainag, because of the Pasuk of Atavo, Kamayim Bekirbo, which the Rabbanon made Asa Sicha She'ena Shel Therefore, that which the Rambam said in Hilchis Tainis, in Periches, that Tishabav is Asa like Yom Kippur, that Sicha Shel is Asa, the Rambam meant they made Tishabav like the Daraisa of Yom Kippur, which is Sicha Shel which is Asa. But in Hilcha Shvisis Asar, there the Rambam is telling you the halacha by Yom Kippur. So there he's telling you by Yom Kippur itself, Sichas Asa, Bein Shel Tainug, and also Eina Shel Tainug, because that the Rabbanan added on based on the Pasuk of Atavo Kamayim Bekirbo. This then the Rabbanan of Sicha She'ena Shel Tainug, Therefore, the only heta is a chayla, like by all drabanans, where they wave the drabanan bebakam chayla. And that's why the Gemara, that's why the Rambam says, and the Brisa says, that by sicha, if it's chatatin b'roishai, a chayla, there there's going to be a heta of sicha. 
Rabbi Yashiv says would come out according to this, if you would have a chayla, who because of his sickness would have to either do rechitza or sicha ad yom HaKippurim, it would be better for him to do rechitza. The rechitza she'ena shaltainag is not asr at all. The sicha she'ena shaltainag is asr mit Rabbanan. And even though the Rabbanan was waved b'makam chayla, but if he could get out of it in a way that's not usher at all, with Rechitza Sheinah Shaltaineg, Avada, that would be better for him to do. The Gemara continues, Tana Dvei Menashe, Rav Shimon Gamliel, Madicha Isha Yada Achas B'mayim, Venosenes Pas Latinok, Rashi learns what's the Gemara talking about. A woman has to give food to her tinok, and she has not done, since it's Yom Kippur, she has not done the Tilas Yadayim in the morning. But now, because of that, there's the Ruach Ra that's on, that will now get on the bread. So therefore, since she has to feed the child, she's allowed to wash the hand now in order to take off the Ruach Ra to feed the Tinak. Taisva says, according to Rashi, it's Mashma clearly, that there's no din of Natilas Yadayim on, on Yom Kippur in the morning. And that the only heta to wash the hands here is because the woman has to touch bread to feed her tinak. The Rabbeinu Tam himself says that Avada, even without feed, having, the, having to feed the tinak, there is a din of Natilas Yadayim on Shachras and Kippur. He says, because it's no worse than Mamlachos Petitu Vitsaya. Just like if you have dirt on your hands or on your body, you're able to wash off the dirt. So the same thing here in the Tilas Yadayim in the morning, like the Gemara says in Shabbos, that if you uh, touch your, your, your mouth or you touch parts of your body without doing the Tilas Yadayim, it's a danger for the body. And therefore, Ein Lecha Malukhlach Gadol so Avada Rabbeinu Tam says that we're not talking here about somebody who did not do Natilas Yadayim in the morning. There is the normal din Natilas Yadayim on Yom Kippur. But what we're talking about here is a certain thing called shifta. There was a certain danger if you would, uh, that uh, if you fed a tinak who was a ben dalar or hey shanim, and you fed him with hands that you didn't wash right before you touched the bread, it was a danger because of the shade, this Ruach Ra, the Shifta, which would get to the, the young child and choke him, Chanakto. And this danger was there even if in the morning you had washed your hands. This was a separate uh, problem, this, this Ruach Ra called Shifta, if right before you touched the bread you didn't wash your hands. And Rabbeinu Tam says, that which we don't do it today, to wash the hands right before we feed a child bread is because this Ruach Ra is not Shaira amongst us in our present places where we live, and therefore we don't have to be Chayshish for it anymore. The Rambam is also not Mata Natilas Yadayim Shachras, both on Yom Kippur and Tishabav. Seems to be that the Rambam also holds, like the Shita of Rashi, that there's no heter of Natilas Yadayim. And in the, even in the morning, when you wake up, even because of uh, the Ruach Ra in the morning, on Yom Kippur or Tisha B'av. What would be Rashat and Rashi and the Rambam? 
The Gemara in Shabbos on Kuf Tesla Medalov says, Tanya Rabnasan Aima Baschairin Izu, the name of Ruach Ra, when you wake up, it's called Baschairin, Umak Bedes Achayirchat Yadav Gimel Panam. And until you wash three times on each hand, the Ruach Ra stays. So, therefore, really two kashas. If you have this Ruach Ra, which could be Mazakyu, then how is it possible that you're not allowed to wash in the morning? Why is it not any worse than Meluchlech Betit, the Betzayah, like Taisus asks? And furthermore, Rashi says the heta to finally wash for this Ruach Ra is when you have to feed the Tinek bread, and there Rashi says you wash one time. If this Ruach Ra only comes off when you wash three times, what's going to help washing one time? And the Taisus Yom HaKippurim learns that you see from here that that din which is brought down in the Gemara and Shabbos, B'Shem Rab Nasan, the Rabbanan Taka argue on it. The Rabbanan are going to argue two ways. First of all, they'll hold you don't have to wash three times. You only have to wash once. Like the Gemara and Yuma here is mashma, and not only the only have to wash once. There's no sakana from this ruach ra from touching your mouth or touching your your nose. The only problem is if you come to feed a tinik bread, then there's a problem with this ruach ra that if you touch the bread, there's a problem for the tinik. But that ruach ra comes off with one natila, not like Reb Nassan. The Ran brings down the uh, Rambam Upaskins and Perik Zion from Hilchat Tefillah that Biyoyim Kippur ben Tishabav, since there's no Rechitza, you don't make the Bracha al Natilas Yadayim. And also, Veloha Mavr Chavle Shena, you don't make that Bracha. And he brings that there are those who hold that by Yom Kippur, since it's Asa Benilas Asandal, you don't make the Bracha Shasli Katsarki which you make when you put on your shoes. Now, as the Rambam, the Shittaso, holds that normally the Birchas HaShachras are made when you do the various things. When you do it al when you uh, when you put on your shoes, you make the Bracha Shasit Katsarki, and the different Brachas are made when you do the various things. Therefore, on Yom Kippur, when you do not do those things, you don't make those Brachas. But the Ran himself says, Mestam, you do make the bracha she'asli kaltzarki because first of all, it's biyado and brushuso occasionally to put on the shoes on Yom Kippur in a case of sakanas akrav. So since there's a possibility of putting on the shoes Yom Kippur, you would make that bracha. And then he gives another svara that you're not making the bracha specifically, the bracha sashacha, and you're putting on the shoes, but in general, you're making it on the minig shel oilam, that you're being mavarech, the minig of people, in other words, the way the world goes, that shoes are generally put on. The same way he says that you make the bracha nice in the sechvi vina, even though you didn't befeirish here the uh, coil of the tarnago. The Gemara on Ahmed Beis of Daf Ayin Zayin then gives many cases where we matter somebody to walk through a river and do seemingly do rechitza on Yom Kippur. Someone goes lahakbil pnei aviv rabo because of kavod, or someone goes leaving lintar peiri to go make sure his uh, peiris are okay because of hefsed mamon, or someone could cross through a river to go to a shear 
The Gemara says not only to go to a shear, but even to come back from the shear, he could go through the water. Because if you don't allow him to come back, maybe machshilim lasad lava, and he won't go to the shear. But then the Gemara has an abaya, Rebbe Eitzel Talmud Mahu. Can the Rav cross through the river to go to the Talmud? And Rabbi Yashev, uh, Zeichet Tzadik Levracha, explains what the Abaya is. Because we see in the Mishnah that they were mata a kala or a melech to wash their face. Kala shlotiskana abala, melech also the kavra malchus. That he's allowed to wash his face. And L'chayri, he gets tainig. They're doing a regular washing. So L'chayri, they get tainig. But we see from the Mishnah that when a rechitza is done for a different purpose, other than the tainag, even if memela, the person gets tainag, the kala and the melech get tainag, it's still considered a rechitza she'ena shal tainag. Since it's being done for a different purpose, even if memela tainag comes, therefore it's considered a rechitza she'ena shal tainag, and it's mutta. And that's why Hakbal Panei Rabo, Panei Aviv, it's being done for the purpose of Kavad, or Lintarpeiri, it's being done for Hafsid Mamon. Since it's being done for a different purpose, even though Avadid has Tainig days going through the river, could be it's a hot day and there's a lot of Tainig. But Lemais, if it's not being done for the purpose of Tainig, so it's still going to be considered a Rechitza She'enel Shal Tainig, and it's Mutta. And that's the Gemara's Abaya by Rav Eitzel Talmud. Do we say, since it's being done for the purpose of the Rav getting to the Talmud, not for the purpose of the Rechitza, so we should also consider it a Rechitza She'ena Shel since he's not doing it for Rechitza? Or no, do we say this Svara, that if it's being done for something else, we consider it a Rechitza She'ena Shel is only if that other purpose is a real tzayrich, something that we consider a tzayrich that has to be done. Covered rav, even hefzid mamon, go into a shear. But since rav eitzel talmud isn't a real tzayrich, there's no mitzvah kavod like talmud eitzel rav, maybe such a case, the alternate reason that you're doing it, isn't enough to consider it a rechitza she'ena the Taz Taka points out in Orachayin Simon Tafreshud Gimel that Enochanami, you would have to say that the case of the Rav Eitzel the Talmud is that he's not coming to be Malamadim Taira. Because as we see in the Gemara, for Talmud Taira, passing through the river is Mutta. It would have to be for some other reason, Rabbi Yashiv says, it would have to be like some sort of covet, something in the relationship of the Rav and the Talmud. But it couldn't be strictly Lil Taira, because if it was Lil Taira, then L'chairu would be Mata. And that's the Gemara's Abaya of Rav Eitzel Talmud if it's Mata. The Gemara comes out, it's Abaya Delo Ifshita. The Gemara is not Paisha to Shaila. And Taka the Shulchan Aruch and Simon Tafreshud Gimel Sif Zion Paskins, that it's Usr for the Rav to go through the water to go Eitzel Talmud. The Rif Paskin's the same way. And the Taz, Taka asks there, Lemaisa, since the Inuyim, the Shulchan Aruch is holding that the Inuyim Adirabanan, how come he, since if it's a Bayad Lo he Paskin's that it's also for the Rav to go to the Talmud. 
L'chayra should be a suffix to Rabbanan, and if it's a baidlo, if shito, we should go l'kula. The Taz doesn't answer this question. Rabbi Yashiv says, maybe since we see it easy nuyim, even on the tzad that the Rabbanan, the Rabbanan were asmechu on different psukim, so therefore we treat it with some taikif and some chumra of a daraisa, and therefore by a baidlo, if shito, we'll go suffix l'chumra. The Taisis Shishanim and uh, many Rishonim have other problems with going through the river. Even if we'll come out that these cases are considered Rechitza, She'ena Shaltainik, because they're being done for a different purpose, they're not being done the Shem Rechitza, but we should have different reasons why it should be usher to go through the water on Yom Kippur. One problem they deal with is the Yisra of Shechita. These cases here, they're walking through the water with their begadim. How come there's no chashash of the Yisr's chita when they go through the water? So the Taisi Shishanim and other Rishayinim say that there's a hecker that's done here. The Gemara says, He's oiver uvilvad shalo yodziyado mitachas chafas chaluko. That he has to leave his, he shouldn't take his hand out from underneath the, the garment that's over him. And the Taisi Shanam learns that's L'Shem Heker, that he goes through in this way where it's, it's totally a Beged, and he doesn't lift up and take his hands out and lift up the Beged, since he uh, try to lift it up a little, take his hands out. Since he's going through in this different way with his hands underneath the Beged and walking through Malavish, that's going to be a Heker to him that he should be remember not to do Schita. Rashi Taka learned that the uvat shalo yoytzi yado mitaches chayfes chaluka was for a different reason, that if he takes his hand out and takes the beged and sort of throws it over his shoulders, he's not going to be wearing it in the regular way, and it's going to be a hotzah problem on Yom Kippur, that it's going to be like a masoi that he's carrying it, and that's the reason he has to keep the, uh, the hand underneath the begadim. But the Taisi Shishanim and the other Rishayim learn that this is done here as some sort of hacker, that he's, he's keeping it lavish and as a begging on him, and therefore that's why there isn't a problem of schita here. An additional problem that the Rishayim deal with is the Gemara in Zvachim, Tav Tzadik Dalet Amid Beis, it says over there that the Shriyaso Zehi Kibuso, that by taking a beged and soaking it, that's considered washing it. And therefore, L'chayra, when the person on Yom Kippur walks through the river, there should be a problem of Liban of the Begadim. So one approach of the Rosh, the Ran, the Ritva, and the Taisis Yishanim, is that which we say by a beggar, Triyaso, Zehekibuso, is dafka like the case in Zvachim, where the beggar has like a dam stain on it. It has a specific stain on it, and then just soaking the beged, that's considered libin or kibus. But if you have a beged that just is a little uh, worn looking or maybe isn't perfectly, it's not perfectly clean, it's not the, uh, it's a little uh, black as opposed to all white. So, but you don't really have a stain on it. So in such a case, we wouldn't say shriyaso ze kibuso, and that's why there's no problem of liban in Agamar and Yuma. Enochanami, if this Rav was going to see the Talmud and he had a specific large stain on the Beged, he wouldn't be able to go through the river. Another Teretz, the Teretz of the Rush and the Ran, Rabbein Atam and Sefer Yasha, 
is that din of Shriyaso Zei Kibuso is dafka when you're doing it bederech liban. You're doing it in a way of cleaning. You have a tub of, of uh, clean water and you take your baguette and soak it in the tub. So it's being done in the derech liban, so that's a problem of kibus. But someone who's walking through the river, that's not derech liban, adaraba. That's derech lichlach, to walk through a river and, and wearing a baguette. And therefore, when it's done in that way, derech lichlach, there's no problem of kibus. For the same reason why you would be able to take your hands, which are wet, on Shabbos, and wipe them on a towel, and we don't say, hey, you're, you're soaking the towel, getting it wet from the water on your hands. Because since that's being done derch lichlach, that's not a way of cleaning the towel, that's a way of the towel actually getting dirty. So therefore, there's no problem of Liban. So here also, when one is walking through the river, that's not going to be considered a derch of cleaning, but a derch of lichlach, and therefore it will be mutter. Another terrace of the Yoso, Rabbeinu Tam in the Seif Yasha says, that this din, Shri Yoso Kibuso, will depend on the type of beged. There are certain begadim that get washed very easily, and those begadim, just soaking them, will be considered kibus. But there are other begadim where it's not soaking, it doesn't do it. It needs soaking along with shifshuf. So it's going to depend on the type of the beged, whether we'll say Shriyasa And you'll have to say, Agamar and Yuma is talking ways, wearing a type of beged that we won't say Shriyasa Similarly, will the other tarots will be that it's talking that he's wearing a beged shall or, a beged shall or, that everybody says we would not say Shriyasa You have been listening to the Shurim of Shas Illuminated. Shas Illuminated is a non-profit organization dedicated to broadening the learning of those studying the DAF worldwide. If you would like to make a donation or to dedicate a DAF or Masechta, please visit our website at shasilluminated.org or call 203-312-SHAS. You can also email us at shasilluminated at gmail.com.